Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hey, everyone. Another one. We got uh, myself, Natasha, and Kanika. Hey, guys. Back for another episode of Gupshop Girls chatting about all things coffee with garden gup shop and we you know again are just here two south asian women uh chatting about all of the tea that's spilled in bollywood um and recapping what happens on the infamous show coffee with garden where garden johar our famous producer director of dharma productions um kind of has this very scandalous talk show where he chats it up with every um like upcoming stars current superstar current talk of the town anyone controversial basically within the industry yeah and super excited to see you know to recap what happened in this episode because we definitely have some faces that some of us might not Mm -hmm. be familiar with yeah really really exciting to see um, I think we've got Samantha Prabhu, who has who's big in Tollywood with the Tamil and Telugu cinema. Huge, 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 huge. I was reading, she's been around for almost over a decade. I think she's won like four Filmfare Awards and a lot more others actually as I was reading along. But of course, she is new to Bollywood. So a lot of us don't really know her or think that she may seem familiar and we're not sure where from. So yeah, she's definitely very successful. And can I just say, absolutely stunning. Like, I cannot... Finally, it was like, I was okay that she didn't wear Indian clothes. Mm. You know? Like, she brought about, like, just this really nice... Like, sexiness, wholesome? Sexy, like, class. Mm -hmm. And not to say that the others weren't classy, but it was just this, like... Maybe it was like, you know, that South Indian refinement to that, like, really. Oh, like that grace and glamour, but, you know, understatedness. Just stunning. Absolutely stunning. I was into it. I think, Gennika, correct me if I'm wrong, she looked comfortable in her shoes. She looked very comfortable. See, I'm paying attention to the shoes because I always find it interesting whose shoes have been worn or not. Because that'll tell you whether or not it's theirs or they've just been styled in it. So with Samantha, she's wearing these beautiful light pink satin heels, which as she sits and crosses her legs, you can see the bottoms are scuffed. And they're scuffed actually quite a bit, which A, means they're comfortable because she's obviously worn them around quite a bit. And B, they've been worn, which is, they're hers. They're not someone else's. I was reading up on her. She enjoys like supporting labels like that's. Kind of like designer labels, like that's the thing. That's who she is. She kind of prefers that. Um, so in this episode, she purchased from um, the designer called the Attico. So she's currently wearing them. I heard that the top was worth thirty thousand rupees, which, if I did like some very quick math, potentially is a pretty penny. That's my quick math, everyone. But I, I mean, you know, is it super crazy? Let's. I'm doing. I'm doing the quick maths right now. I mean, it's like about five hundred sixty bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's not not attainable, and like it looked like an outfit I could create mm-hmm. for myself. 
The I mean I will say there's a repetition of the pink and red again. I know. Uh, Alia did that the first episode. Samantha doing it in the third, but I think I enjoyed it more on Samantha. I will also say Akshay Kumar. I'm I mean he's usually pretty understated, but this time he came in with a really fresh colored blue suit. It's a blue. I'm not sure I could describe. I'm not sure I even know the name. It's not light. It's not dark. It's, like it's a not turquoise medium. vibe. Yeah, it was yeah. a really nice color. I mean, not too flashy, but just the right enough hue that against Samantha looked great, and I, I, looked, I really liked it. It really popped. And one detail that I still absolutely love about him, even though I'm not sure I'm a hundred percent a fan of all of his movies, but. I enjoy watching him on talk shows or just hearing mm. the interview. Mm-hmm. But I also enjoy that he's... You can tell, like, the man has, like, this element of, like, humbleness mm-hmm. and just gratitude for, like, how far he's come. Yeah. And he was actually wearing, like, a little black thread around his ankle. Mm. And it just was, like, so... Um, like humbling not to... humbling but also like familiar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because for those of you that may not know um wearing a black thread or even having like you know a, a black spot put on you is sort of preventing you from uh getting the evil eye mm-hmm. and it's all about the buri nazar or anything like mm-hmm. that and just kind of saving you from that and i just found it so humbling and nice and pleasant to see that like he still has those traditions he comes from that Mm -hmm, background mm -hmm. and it was like again even his suit felt like a suit that anyone any man could wear yeah it didn't feel like you know stuffy or even like you know this expensive crazy Mm -hmm. brand not to say that it wouldn't be expensive i'm sure it is because the man makes buttloads of money so and i also couldn't tell you who it's from because god help me i could not find which designer it was who made the suit so if any of you guys know please let me know i have no idea who made that suit we need to figure this out at some point but absolutely yeah he looked great he really i think he's what like 54 I think so. Yeah, he's 54, and he looks pretty phenomenal. I, I mean, mean yeah. they talk about in the episode how maybe one thing that his his crowd comments on is the fact that he keeps showing up with all these younger women in mm. movies, and he's just like, well, too bad, so sad. Mm. Like, it's not my fault that we still look good together, and I can still do it. He doesn't... Honestly, like, on the show, he looked pretty phenomenal. I'm not Yeah, lying. he really did. I mean, I'm not sure if it's COVID or if it's the suit or even if it's, like, a new movie that he's got coming up, but something about him looked really youthful. Yeah. And I think he always brings, like, this youthfulness to any of the talk shows that he goes to, but yet quite a humbling vibe, like, even on any other talk shows that I've seen him come on to. It's always, like, this, you know, candid nature of, like, his marriage, which I really like, the funny like traditional things that happen within their home like I like that he talks about that because not too many stars will give you an insight into what's happening kind of behind closed doors so I like that you know he talks about the relationship and I wonder if that also adds to kind of the appeal of Akshay because Mm, he's you know he kind of adds a bit more he gives you a glimpse yeah he kind of gives you a glimpse wink wink family man we'll get into that Mm -hmm. Um, because we know Samantha is definitely the star of season two Mm. family man I again have not watched the show I have seen all the seasons waiting eagerly waiting for season three I clearly have to watch and when do I have to watch guys I mean 
my vote is for yes. I so mean, everyone push her to watch. But before before we get any further into the rest of the show, Garden Johar's suit. Oh, and glasses. Oh, the construction yeah, glasses. They, those those were not working. And the suit, like, what was it? Falgani It was Falgani Shane Peacock, yeah. Like I love the design Falgani, yes. as a whole. Yes. But that suit was not the vibe. I mean No, it was not the vibe. I liked the K. Uh-uh. It was very self-promoting. Nope. He doesn't need to self-promote. I mean, anyone with a K would, Kanika. You know, I did like... The show is Coffee with Garen. We know... He doesn't need coffee. to be any more loud. He really, seriously does not. Like, the gla- like the construction goggle glasses. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, we get it. We get it. We're good. The sparkle was... Again, it was black and gold as well. Yeah. So a bit of a DJ repeat situation, like no, it was black and silver with a hint of it? red. Yeah, it was definitely black and silver. You no, know, see, this is how embarrassing it is that like they all look the same. Yeah, I mean frankly. each look, not each look, but his looks can be kind of merged into one. And yeah. like I said, sometimes it's nice to be a good host and melt into the background a little bit. Like while it is coffee, he's with definitely Garin, not melting into the background. No, he isn't. No. But you know, there is something to be saying about being understated. You know, so. Maybe Wish he, he could. would. Wish nah. he would. Sometimes. Yeah. I sometimes would agree. I, I do think would it'd agree. be nice if he could just be a little quieter in the fashion. Yeah, I would agree. hundred yeah. percent. You can still wear expensive name brands, uh, but you know, understated, quiet. Yes, like our girl Samantha. Yes. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. And like for a debut on the show, yeah. in general, maybe even in Bollywood, like for any of us to see, yeah. she was stunning. Really, really came through. And it just, it felt natural for her to mm-hmm. be on the show. She really, like, I mean, the hot topics, I feel like, were really her opinion about, A, what's going on in her life, mm-hmm. which we were all let into, and she's mm-hmm. very, very candid about it. Mm-hmm. And then, B, of course, nepotism comes back, mm-hmm. and she did not shy away from talking about nepotism. In our third episode, we're still hearing it. I mean, it's a brand that won't die, clearly, especially when it comes to Coffee with Garen. But let's talk about Samantha's divorce. Now, we don't know a ton about it, full full disclosure, Mm -hmm. but you know what? I am officially a fan of Samantha, first of all. I have watched Umwatawama. Like, Mm -hmm. I have watched that song. Too many times in one day. Mm. I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. I watched the music video. And it's got that, a killer beat. Oh my. Listen, man. She's stunning. Mm-hmm. She is sensational. Mm-hmm. She's got everything and anything. And it's like she's proud about it and should be. Yeah. Like, I'm here for it. And any accusations that we've been reading up on about her being maybe too bold with her choices in filmography or in the script she's choosing or in photography whatever Mm -hmm. it might be or her personal choices about her marriage and children or whatever that may Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. i support her i support her and maybe that's just because i'm a woman yeah i definitely am here for the same thing as well you know I, I was reading up about, you know, some of her uh, choices in what roles she's decided to take on and what scripts she's decided to read and, you know, be adapted into. And I did see Family Man too the season that she was in. 
And I didn't know her before that, but, you know, she was mentioning on the show about how she's been painted into like this, you know, sweet, bubbly girl and through no fault of anyone's, but that she's just, you know, kind of this all round happy family style girl. And if anyone saw Family Man too, she was not a family woman. She was quite the opposite. She was, you know, working for this uh, like extremist group. Uh, they had also kind of colored her skin, which bothered me now that I know, because when I was watching the show, I didn't realize what they were doing. But they did make her much, much, much darker. Which is uncanny. Like, you would never see that in any other Indian show. Not you show. You always try to exhibit... I'm just saying in general. Yeah. You always try to exhibit uh, Indian woman as the fairest of them all. And for someone to have typically... Have actual fair skin, to be painted darker per se... Yeah. That's an interesting move, even for her. It's another bold choice to yeah, be making. Yeah, absolutely. Because as we all know in the South Asian community, darkness, dark skin is frowned upon, is made fun of, is ridiculed, is all the bad things in the world, which irritates me to its fullest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her making this sort of stereotypical non-family-oriented mm-hmm. woman move mm-hmm. to do as she pleases, mm-hmm. like... Hello, we're in 2022. Yeah, and like not only that, but she kind of played like second in command of that group. So that was also a really big, I think, bold move in the sense of it showed like a woman could be so powerful within a group. And it definitely was a very um, like physically taxing role. Like she had to have a lot of fighting scenes. There was a lot of um, different types of like manipulation, all of that type of stuff, which was also really nice to see because again I didn't know her obviously before that show um and what like her image was so to see her come out of that and then come into you know coffee with Garin was really really interesting for me just because I saw her in the show and then to see her like you know be this a much lighter woman first of all I had no idea that they had you know kind of colored her skin for the show um, to see that she was much lighter, she's dropped at gorgeous. She was dropped up gorgeous in the show. Um, and I was trying to figure out who she was there, but also just like her candidness. Yes. About her divorce. And then about her thoughts, like on future love was also really interesting. And she also wasn't afraid to kind of give it back to Garn a little bit when Garn began asking about her love life. Yeah. You know, she, yeah, was, she like, was like, you know, uh, you already asked me it on screen and yeah. you're not going to encroach now. And it was definitely a laughable matter, but she was so mm-hmm. candid mm-hmm. about her marriage. She's like, yeah, no, if you put us both in a room and you need to make sure there would be no sharp objects yeah. because it was not the, you know, friendliest or amicable of mm-hmm. divorces. I don't think it was mutual. I don't think they saw eye to eye. Which isn't I, a usual Bollywood I response, mean, I feel like, or from exactly. anyone who's in the public you, eye. You would expect more of a PC answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know much about the dynamic. I don't know much about Naga Chaitanya. But mm-hmm. I must say that, like, I appreciated her candor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it was, it spoke volumes about who she is as a woman, mm-hmm. how she really doesn't care 
about what it is that people are judging her about. Yeah. She's here to stay. And, yeah. like, you know, she's the number one actress on the Ormax list. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. She beat um, out Alia. She beat out Alia. She beat out Dipika. Yeah, that's like, huge. We're beating out, you know, some Bollywood, of our mainstream. For sure. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, Tollywood should not be slept on. And I encourage any and all of our Tamil and Telugu listeners. Please provide your records. Yes. I want to watch all of the Tamil films as a child. I loved Tamil songs. Karika mm-hmm. can vouch for this. Oh, this Everyone is true. used to make fun of me because I just loved hearing the music and loved hearing the language, but never knew what they were saying. We used to make fun of her because she didn't know the words, not because the words sounded funny. No. But just because we, the words, yeah, she didn't know the words. I didn't know the words, but I just loved language and I loved that language. And so I listened to some of the music still. I listened to, I mean, I think one of the most popular tunes was Manakya Malaraya Bhuvi. I listened to that song pretty frequently. And then there's uh, Nidhane. That's another one I love by Shreya Ghoshal. I need to watch the movies. I've only listened to the music, but you can tell I'm still a diehard and I'm into all of the films. So please send your recos. I'm here for it. Um, I also want to say that the nepotism topic was clear and it's here to stay. Mm. She really shut it down Mm -hmm. almost immediately and was like, I don't really care if nepotism exists because... When a star child is out there and screws up, yeah, that's it. They're yeah. on their own. Like yeah. they gotta figure it out, and it's more of a hit than if someone who's not a star child and doesn't have to uphold that legacy does fail. She clearly says she's like, if I fail, only my mom and my dad and my siblings will know. But when a star child fails, like it's the entire country. And then I wonder though if that the whole nepotism thing just goes back though to. That one interview that was done with, is it, I think it's Sonam. Sonam Kapoor. Mm, and yeah. who is she with? She's with someone else. Is it? She's with her sister. Um, no, it's with the guy from uh, Gully Boy. His last name is Chaturvedi. I forget his first name, though. Not Sunny. I forget his name. Um, and so, you know, she talks about how, you know, it was really hard for me to still get my first film. I had to audition my butt off. And the guy goes, yeah, but your first film was with Sanjay Leela Bansali, who's like the king of directors, producers. So Siddhant, there Siddhant we go. There you go. Yeah. So it's like, yes, you know, Samantha maybe doesn't isn't a product of nepotism, but maybe, yes, well, she doesn't care. Would she have gotten like a better break at her first movie if she had come from like a family that would have been known in the industry. And I think like that's maybe a thing about nepotism that that's not spoken about enough. Like the public may not like that particular actor who's a product of nepotism or comes from like this long line of, of actors and acting families, but their first film builds a lot of, you know, uh, pressure and we're waiting for it. Cause we're like, Ooh, we wonder what it's going to be like and whether or not it's a success or not is up to the public to kind of give their vote in as to whether or not they liked it. But if they're not good, why did they get the film to begin with? It's 
because it's like a first so break. Does nepotism for some, play into it's that. just for the first film, yeah. I think. Like it's got nothing, not much. But I don't then think when to do you a second and third. Back, when you look back at Savaria, for example. Oh god, yeah. And you've got Ranbir Kapoor and Sonam, yeah. both of their first films. Yeah. And when it failed, it failed. Yeah. And it was almost worse that it was on this platform yeah. of Sanjay Leela Bansali. Yeah. And then you've got both of them who literally fell to the floor. It was honestly sad to say it was really one of the worst movies I've yeah. seen. I could have spent my time doing something else. I yeah. remember still watching that movie. But I do also think, you know, one thing that they talk about in the episode it's really that while nepotism exists, it's also just kind of always going to exist. Mm, yeah. It's never going to die. It's yeah. never going to go. And nope. it is what it is. But they really talk about this whole, you know, philosophy of gismet, of mm-hmm. divine intervention, mm-hmm. what they call it, where it's just like, well, a lot of it is luck. I yeah. think uh, Akshay Kumar says on the episode, 70% of my you know career is luck mm-hmm, pure mm-hmm, luck mm-hmm. and for anyone that knows anything akshay kumar like he was not in bollywood at all he just yeah. managed to snag a ad shoot one day and made twenty one thousand rupees in two hours and was like damn yeah. i need to do this yeah. for a living yeah and stuck with it and now is i think one of if not the top paid actors but in... did it help that he married someone super famous too i mean twinkle kanna is twinkle kanna yeah rajesh kanna of all the people but so you know, i wonder if that also had something to do with it you know he'd married into a pretty money. big family yeah he, he, he did yeah. and while it's not nepotism in your traditional sense it might be something else for sure definitely help nepotism by association yeah you know or by marriage so yeah. there, there is something to be said for that but i mean you're, you're not wrong though i think he's he's definitely had to put in a lot of work if you yeah. look at the transgression of akshay kumar and like his whole career you can see the places in which like he was maybe not doing so well yep and then you know to where he's at today where he can play a father, he can play uh, the hero of the movie, he can share the screen with six other heroines, and still be able to, you know, hold his own. Yeah. And I think that that's a really big part of it, too. So that's a, that's a hats well, off to him. still maintaining this very down-to-earth attitude. Yeah. I think is so, so key. So it was really... It was really interesting dynamic and for them to cover those topics and for Akshay Kumar to straight up be like, I had no idea what nepotism meant until <laughs> everything unraveled recently. And then he's like, honestly, like, no, it doesn't really matter who is who and what is what. I was just here to make money. Yeah. I think it. it's really sweet, though, to see, you know, in this episode how much he doesn't really know about the world. Like, he's so bull I feel like. <laughs> you know, where it's, I didn't know what nepotism was. Well, it's like, that's an English word. You could definitely look exactly. it up in the dictionary. How have you never heard of this? But then also, even in the, the rapid fire round where the question was asked about, like, what are, uh, what is Bollywood currently obsessed with? And he goes, you know, fillers and Everyone's looking at him. It went silent for because a moment. Because everyone agreed with yeah. him. I was like, yeah, yeah fillers, 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 for sure. And then, then he, he pointed to his phone. Yeah. 
And we're like, what are you looking at? And he goes, the thing that's on here. And then it was so sweet. Like, it was very cute to see he actually meant filters. Yeah. And yes, while that's also true, you know, he didn't really know the difference. And I'm sure his kids were cringing oh, 100%. at his, his wife Oh, God. Must have been. But it was that, like, innocence. Yeah. That bolaness was yeah. definitely present. And I loved it. The rapid fire, probably, I don't know if it was. As spicy, but maybe it wasn't as spicy because I am not fluent in, again, Tollywood. And I know mm. the back and forth questions around Samantha and her marriage. I was invested in that, but I need to understand and unpack that dynamic a little more for sure. And I also think it was an interesting take on the way in which that they had done the rapid fire round just because it wasn't the traditional, I'm going to ask a set of questions to one and then ask the same set of questions to the second. Instead, you know, Akshay had quote unquote suggested, don't know if it was scripted at all, that they get alternate questions at the same time. But but why why do you think it was scripted? I I don't know. I mean, did could it have been that maybe they didn't believe Samantha could hold her own because she's not that well known she's in new Bollywood, to Bollywood and that many people just wouldn't really be tuned into her spiciness or wouldn't get potentially her spiciness I mean, that she could to bring. To be fair, Akshay Kumar did win. I mean, he gave her yeah. the basket. Yeah. But he did win, and it was by law. I think he had, like, 70-something. Oh, wow. He had, like, 17. So reflective of the group that, mm-hmm. you know, get, uh, chooses the winner. But, I mean, maybe you're not off. It's another, you know, kind of speculative conspiracy we can throw out there, just as we did with the fame game and yeah. Baby. And for those of you that have been listening for the past few episodes... In episode one, I mentioned a movie by Ranveer Singh in which he wears this very sort of subdued style of clothing. The movie was Ludera. Mm. So I found it. It was sitting at the back of my mind and I needed to know. So we're trying. We're trying to keep you guys up to date with all the things that we cover in these episodes. Um, yeah. I feel like another, you know, kick-ass Gupshup sesh. Yeah, it was good to dive into the episode. I have, I don't actually think I know who's coming on for next week quite yet. It hasn't been announced, I don't no, think. No, it hasn't, not yet. So we'll have to wait and see what happens in the next episode, who shows up, <coughs> and what next round of Gupshup we could have. Gupshup with the girls. Really excited to see who's next. And uh, yeah, gup shop next week, guys. Love ya. Take care.